to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 16. And guys, we finally got another game to play. UAB is scheduled to play in Murfreesboro, Tennessee this Sunday at 1.30 against the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee. And Blazer fans might remember what happened a couple years ago up in Murfreesboro when UAB defeated Middle Tennessee to win the Conference USA Championship in 2018. But of course, this is John Duncan, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Steve Irvine. And Steve, buddy, I'm just crossing my fingers that we'll actually get to play this Sunday. Yeah, let's hope so, man. I tell you, it's it's been hard. You know, this month has been hard with, without the football, and and I'm, I agree with you. I'm crossing toes, fingers, <laughs> ears, the few hairs I have left on my head, they're all crossed. <laughs> well, um, normally uh, at the end of the episode, we, you know, of course, thank you guys and ask that you, if you can share us with another Blazer fan or two to help spread the word about the podcast. But definitely just up front on this episode, we just want to thank you guys. You know, the last couple weeks, you know, we've dropped for, you know, North Texas and Southern Miss. And literally the next day, those games have been canceled, but you guys are still listening. And we just want to definitely just tell you how much we appreciate you guys for listening and just ask if you can just continue to share us, spread the word about the Blazer Victory podcast and follow us on Twitter at BlazerPod and like us on Facebook at BlazerPod. We definitely appreciate you guys. And as Steve just mentioned, we definitely hope we get to play this Sunday and from, you know, watching the uh, press conferences from, you know, Coach Clark's and Rick Stockstills, um, it seems that both coaches are really hopeful that they'll get to play this Sunday. And I do know that Stockstill actually mentioned, which I found this very interesting in his press conference uh, this Monday, that they took the field to practice on Sunday. And before officially knowing that they were going to play UAB, he said that they just had a feeling that it was going to be UAB. So they were actually able to work on UAB a little bit on Sunday's practice, which I thought was kind of um, interesting that maybe they you know, knew that UAB was going to ask Conference USA for another game, which, of course, you know, we need to be able to play in this Conference USA championship game this year. Um, but yeah, we'll be traveling up to Murfreesboro this Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Central Time, of course. Uh, it hasn't officially been announced, but the game will be uh, more than likely televised on CBS Sports Network at 1.30. But of course, you can always listen to David Crane, Steve Irvine, and Trey Raglan on Jocks 94.5 FM on the call. Uh, Steve, we'll go ahead and jump in. Buddy, this Blue Raiders team... It's a different team than what we faced in 2018. And, you know, UAB is a different team than uh, we were in 2018 when we last played Middle Tennessee. Um, there are some players that were in the game. Of course, you know, Spencer Brown, uh, Tyler Johnston, of course, from UAB. Uh, but Middle Tennessee has a couple guys that were on that team as well, like Mobley and company. Um, but, buddy, this Blue Raiders team is more of like a – Jekyll and Hyde situation with this team. You know, I've actually gotten to watch a lot of uh, Blue Raider games this year. Um, of course, not knowing that we were going to play them, but, you know, I was able to watch the UTSA game before we previewed UTSA, the WKU game before we previewed WKU and North Texas. Um, early on in the year, Middle Tennessee really struggled. I mean, you look at that first game against Army. I mean, they got blew out 42 to nothing. Players were quitting during the middle of the game, um, especially on that defensive line, you know, facing that triple option, getting cut block. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't like that either. But they looked really weak early on in the season. 
But these last few games, I mean, Middle Tennessee looks like a completely different team. I mean, you look they beat a really good Troy team a couple weeks ago. And I know they lost to Marshall 42-14, to but they really played well in that game. Um, really why it looks like a more lopsided victory for the Thundering Herd is that, you know, Middle Tennessee had three turnovers in that game. So if you take away those three turnovers, um, and, you know, Marshall was able to capitalize on those turnovers. If you take those away, really Middle Tennessee's in that ballgame as well. Yeah, I mean, I think absolutely. I think it was a close game at halftime, and, you know, they just got – kind of uh worn down i think uh, at the end you know i i think defense has been a problem uh you yeah. know particularly early on like you said i thought they played well I, I watched a lot of the troy game and i went back and watched all of it but i mean i watched a lot of it when it was going on and you know i thought they played you know well defensively that day and that um you know so i think they've gotten better defensively but i think early on that was a problem and, and you know i mean you know you look at it and you know, they're pretty close, you know, I mean, they, you know, lost by two, you know, in a game they probably could have won it, you know, against UTSA and they lost by three to Western Kentucky in a game they probably should have won. And, uh, you know, um, lost in double overtime to Rice, you know, and uh, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're real close to being, you know, six and three instead of three and six, you know, and, and they won, you know, a couple of close games too, but, you know, they're, they're, they're on the doorstep, you know, I, I think, um, you know, if they have had, if they have their defensive problems, you know, figured out, I think they're, you know, a much better team. But, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see. I mean, you might, you might have to end up outscoring them. Uh, I'm, you know, with a big number outscoring them. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's, it, you know, we never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's that's true. Especially, I mean, you know, we hit on our last episode with the Southern Miss preview. You know, UAB. Hadn't played in a while, so this is going to be over a month now since UAB's last played in Ruston against Louisiana Tech. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, things play out on both sides of the ball for UAB as well. But let's talk a little bit about the uh, Middle Tennessee offense. You know, they O'Hara's the quarterback. Um, and to be honest, Steve, I, I can't believe O'Hara hadn't been <laughs> hurt because they run him all the time. You look at the last yeah. game against Troy – 25 carry have you ever seen i mean a quarterback run 25 times i mean it's just you know how many quarterback draws they run or how many times he just decides to scramble and take it himself i mean he's very elusive and very fast but my goodness i mean he's not he's not the biggest fellow i mean and you know they're rushing him 20 30 times a game it seems like each game yeah, and he gets sacked a lot too you know so yeah. he gets hit a lot in game and he even mentioned that you know he was on the their uh, their call this week too, and he even mentioned that the uh, the time off has really helped his body, you know, because uh, because he was he was beat up after the Troy game and and uh, you know took a lot of hits and you know I mean he's only six foot 180 pounds listed you know and so he's probably not that but he you know he's a tough kid uh, certainly fast uh, certainly shifty um, right. you know, he he just uh, that's just what they do with them. And, and, you know, it's just, that, you know, that's his strength. And, and you know, that's the one thing about Tony Franklin that I've always loved about him is, is he, you know, he plays to the strength of who he has, you know, and, right. um, uh, you know, it was just, um, you just, he, it doesn't change the offense necessarily, but his offense is so co- complex that, that, um, well, you know, it's complex and simple at the same time. It's kind of weird, yeah. but, but I mean, he has so much in his offense that, that he just, he can tailor it to, um, you know, he can, he can, if, if it's Rick Stockstill, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, um, 
the, the kid stock still, I forgot his name, Brent stock still. Yeah. Um, if it's him, you know, he tailors to what he does. And, and you know, with, with Asher O'Hara, he tailors to what he does. And, and what he does well is, 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 is run the ball. You know, he can throw the ball too now, but, um, you know, what he, the, the real pressure he puts on you is, uh, the ability to, to, you know, get, uh, to get yards on the ground. Right, for sure. Now, and I was just thinking, I, I should have went back and tried to rewatch this game, but Steve, didn't we play O'Hare in the 2017 game at Legion Field? Because I think Stockton no, was No, no, it was, uh, no, I think O'Hare was, I think he was on that team, but no, it was, um, I don't remember the guy's name. Okay. Uh, he's not with them anymore. No, it was, um, God, John something. I, but I okay. think it was John something. But no, 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 it wasn't, uh, it wasn't O'Hare. Okay, because uh, I knew Stockstill was hurt for that game, so I didn't. Yeah. Know that. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Then. He he was out, but it wasn't. It was another guy. Okay, got you. Well, you know, with this Middle Tennessee offense, basically, guys, what they try to do is they force you to crowd the box to respect uh, the run game of Mobley and O'Hara taking off, of course. And what they like to do is once you once you crowd the box, uh, they like to. Uh, hit it to their wide receivers like Pierce and definitely try to hit you on the um, while you're in single man coverage um, because you've got so many players in the box. They do like to try to hit you over the top in those quick passes as well to Pierce, who is their number one uh, wide receiver. But they've got, they've got a couple other guys, you know, um, Ollie, I think that's his name. Um, yeah. And Wyndham's uh, decent too. But Pierce is definitely the guy that uh, you'll need to watch out for. He's only got three touchdowns, three uh, rece- uh, t- wide receiver touchdowns uh, catching the ball this year. But uh, definitely explosive, has almost 600 yards on 59 catches. But, you know, it, we're, we're going to expect uh, O'Hara to run a lot. And, you know, Steve, we've talked before, uh, dual-threat quarterbacks do tend to sometimes give uh, Coach Clark's defense some problems every now and then. Uh, but I, I will say that uh, I think UAB will be motivated to get on the field because, you know, as mentioned, it's been a long time, and we're just thankful to be able to – play this game thankful for conference usa on working that out with us to get this game uh sunday but that's definitely what middle tennessee likes to do on offense is they like to run their quarterback um o'harris he's thrown for almost 2,000 yards this year um he's got 12 touchdowns but he also has eight interceptions and you know as we mentioned earlier in that marshall game they turned the ball over a good bit and that's why that game ended up being so lopsided but stock still does have this game uh this team playing a lot harder especially later on in the year and you know, that's another advantage for Middle Tennessee of having to are getting to play so many games. You know, they're able to work out those kinks and get better as a team with as opposed to, you know, our Blazers. They haven't played in a while. So right. it's going to be it's going to be rusty out there at first. Yeah. And I, and I think on, kind of on that note and really on the note of, of, of playing, a, you know, Tony Franklin offense, I think the key, uh, you know, a big key on Sunday will be uh, just the adjustments and, and, and just to, to getting used to it. It's almost it's almost like when you played you know, make fine, you know, yes. almost the same thing where you just got to kind of adjust, you know, you know, early in the game, you just, you're going to take some hits probably. And, and, uh, you know, you just got to adjust to what they're doing and adjust it to, to, uh, you know, different things. And with, with Franklin, you've really got to, you've, you've got to adjust because you just don't know going in what exactly he's going to do. You can watch all the tape you want, all the film you want. I mean, it was almost like, um, you know, in 18, uh, you know, the, the the game plan or the offense was different in the regular season final game than it was a championship game. Like almost right. to, like almost totally different what they did. And and that that's what you have to do. You don't really know what they're going to do going in a lot of times. 
and you just gotta, you know, you gotta play and take, like I say, take some hits early on, um, and and then just kind of adjust to to what they're doing. And 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 with with O'Hara, you gotta adjust to just the, the speed of, of the way he plays too, because you you know you hadn't seen that a lot. Um, you know, you just don't see guys like him a lot. You know, you you really don't. I mean, there's probably a handful, small handful that you know UAB's played this year. You know, obviously, obviously, um, you know Miami. You know, had a, you know, obviously a great dual threat guy, but I mean, there's just, you know, it's just, it's good. It's just going to be, you got to, you got to play and just keep playing. That's right. And I, I was going to note too, um, some coaching news for middle Tennessee is they actually just lost their uh, wide receiver coach, uh, Austin Silvoy, who is announced to be the new uh, offensive coordinator at Austin P. So that's something to watch for, you know, this week too, with, Maybe uh, their receivers uh, lose an edge because they lost their wide receiver coach. Um, that's something to definitely watch. And, you know, going back to UAB with the contact tracing with our secondary, you know, being out for a couple weeks. Uh, so that's going to be interest- an interesting battle between uh, their wide receivers and our secondary for sure. But um, I-, I do think that this is one of the uh, weaker uh, wide receiver uh, units that UAB has faced this year um, compared to, you know, guys like uh, in North Texas with Darden and um, – you just other wide receiver units that we've faced this year. Um, so I, I do like that our advantage there, even though, you know, like I just mentioned, we've had guys out due to contact and um, a couple, but, but the good thing is, you know, as, as far as we know, um, well, we don't know for sure, but as far as we know, they've been able to practice for a couple weeks, you know, they were prepping for the Southern Miss game. Um, and, you know, unfortunately we lost that game, but, they were able to practice some, but now, you know, they've had a, what, a week and a half, two weeks uh, to prepare for some game. But now we do know for sure that it'll be against Middle Tennessee this Sunday. Um, so uh, we can kind of talk about their defense. Now, another guy that Blazer fans will remember, um, a, a guy that I believe UAB actually recruited on defense, I read Blakenship, um, is a good safety for Middle Tennessee, you know, UAB back in 2018 and i'll never forget the when johnson yeah. ran him over <laughs> yeah <laughs> that 2018 game yes that's awesome to think about but um blankenship's a good you know i think he returns kicks as well um and the special team for middle tennessee um so that'll be a guy that uab will have to watch for sure on defense is blankenship i believe he's got um what 76 tackles and yeah 76 tackles uh so far this season so uh, definitely a guy that UAB will have to watch. And, you know, on offense, Steve, um, I'm expecting to see Tyler Johnston start at quarterback. You know, Coach mentioned Monday that uh, he's as close to 100% as he has been all year. So mm-hmm. I expect, you know, him to come out and play well. You know, I'm sure he's ready to be on the field. You know, he's been hurt even before all this uh, layoff. You know, he was hurt. So I'm, he's itching to get back on the field. Um, and, you know, I'm sure – of course, everybody on UAB's teams itching to get on the field. So I, th- I think the team's going to come out motivated um, and just hope we get this game in, man. Yeah, and, and you know, I think I think the one, the only one of the positive things about this is is, is it will be a healthy team, and it'll be you know guys. You know, I do expect Tyler to be you know as close to healthy as he as he's been, and and uh, you know um, that's a good thing. I mean, there's no doubt that that's a good thing that you know it's a it's a healthy team. Uh, yeah, there'll be rust, and yeah, you know you have to kind of get used to being back out there again. But you know, if uh, you know, Coach even t- Coach Clark even talked about in his call about there were three or four guys that had high ankle sprains. You know, at after the 
Louisiana Tech game or maybe even going into it too. And um, and those guys have had, you know, a month to, to for, for that to heal. And that's, you know, I mean, a high ankle sprain, like he said on the call, and he's right, that's that's a, that's almost like a break, you know, maybe even worse than a break sometimes, you know, because right. it just take, takes so long to get that healed. And so they've had a chance, they've had a chance to, to heal. And, and I think it'll be, you know, really, really close to full strength uh, out there. And, and um, you know, just uh, it, it, it'll be kind of fun to watch, you know, and, um, and on Blankenship, I mean, you mentioned Blankenship. I mean, I, I absolutely love Blank. I think he's, yeah. You know, I've, I've thought, you know, when he was a freshman, you know, he, he, he showed up and, and, you know, he's from up in North Alabama and, and I don't know that UAB really recruited him. Uh, you know, I don't know for sure, but I don't think they really recruited him hard. And, um, that's motivation for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people missed on him. I mean, I think he's, I, I truly think that he's an SEC caliber, uh, safety. I mean, I think he's, you know, you know, he got hurt at the end of last year and, um, pretty badly. And I don't know, I think it was a knee or an ankle, I think, but, but, um, you know, and I think there was some question when he first got hurt or how, you know, how, how well he'd come back. And, uh, you know, he, he certainly, I mean, he's played well. I don't know that he has, you know, the one thing that, that I've always liked about him is he's, he, other than tackles, he's always had a lot of big numbers and other things, you know, forcing fumbles, recovering fumbles, breakups, interceptions, just, you know, just, um, all over the field, but you know, uh, this year he's, he's got one tackle for loss, you know, no interceptions, one pass breakup, you know, no, nothing in the fumbles. So I don't know if they've changed a little bit what, with what he does, but, uh, you know, he just, he's just so fun to me. He's fun to watch. I mean, I just love watching that guy play. And you know, the, 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 the play where Tyler ran into him, you know, in the end zone, when, well, obviously was a huge, it was a fun memory of that game. But I tell you the other thing, the other play I remember from that game was, um, when UAB was trying to run the clock out there at the end and, um, <laughs> and Spencer Brown looked like he had the, he had the, the edge. He looked like he was going to get to the corner and, you know, it, it certainly at least had a big game, a big game, maybe a touchdown and Blankenship came from nowhere and just got it, just got him by the foot, you know, and, and, and yeah. tripped, him, tripped him up. And then, you know, obviously it was kind of fun that he did that. Cause then we got the 12 man thing to talk about for years, year after year. But, yeah. um, but you know, I mean, I, I remember that play. I just remember thinking like, man, he just, he just saved him. You know, he saved the game at that point. And that's just what he does. He just makes big plays. And, you know, I, again, I, I really, really enjoy watching him play. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he sat out this one, but, uh, but no, I, I do, I do enjoy watching him play, and I think he's got a chance to play in the NFL. Yes, he does. Um, but definitely, that uh, he is the guy to watch on that Blue Raider defense for sure. Uh, kind of going back to their offense, um, they're averaging about 365 yards uh, per game on offense, rushing about 135, and uh, passing, they're averaging about 200. Uh, 230-ish passing yards per game, but definitely uh, we're going to have to stop O'Hara on defense, and I'm sure Chris Mull and company, um, they'll be uh, ready to do that. But uh, yeah, expect to hear O'Hara's name called a lot on just quarterback draws and just looking to scramble and run the ball. Um, and what they'll do, as I mentioned earlier, they're going to hope that UAB crowds the box, and when they do, they'll try to hit UAB over top. But um, I'm sure Bronte Harris and company will be ready for that too as well. So a very interesting game uh, this Sunday, and, you know, I must win for UAB. You know, as far as we know, Steve, um, you know, we still don't have an official word from Conference USA. 
But UAB's got to take care of business this Sunday in Murfreesboro, but also we've got to take care of business in Houston uh, next Saturday, the 12th, um, at Rice. So as long as we win these next two games, uh, we will have uh, we will be in the represent the West Division in the Conference USA Championship because of our winning percentage, even though UTSA does have more conference wins. Uh, but also UAB does hold the head-to-head over UTSA. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, we still don't have an official word from conference USA, just kind of a word of mouth, uh, to some people in the media that we've uh, seen, I believe Greg Lucas from San Antonio has said that as well. So, you know, hopefully number one, just hope we get to play. Cause if UAB has a couple more cancellations, I I'm afraid we're not going to be able to go to the conference championship. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to take a couple more and, um, and which, which it should, I mean, you know, um, it's fine. You know, you can, I don't know that you'd want to, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but I don't know what you want a two and one team representing the West. I mean, you play three games and get in it, but in this year, you know, it's just such a weird year, obviously, but, uh, you know, win a couple more and, uh, you know, leave and leave no doubt. And, 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 and you know, I, I mean, there's still going to be some whining by San Antonio people and, and, you know, Louisiana I, tech people and, you know, yeah. just who just live, live to wine. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I think to me, to me, and I've always thought this, um, to me, the head to head thing is just the, the be all end all on breaking, you know, or on, on representing, right. you know, um, a division or whatever. I mean, I think UTSA, they be, you know, UAB lined up on the field and beat them. And, right. uh, you know, if you have similar records or same record or, or, or winning percentages or however you want to do it, the head to head takes over, you know, at that point. You know, now if um, obviously Louisiana Tech be UAB, but they also have, a, you know, they're not going to have the, the same winning or better winning percentage or the same. So that's a little different. But if it's um, if it's head, you know, if you if you have, if head to head can be a deciding factor to me, that's the biggest one. Agreed. And, and I think Louisiana Tech knows that they're not going to that it is just between UAB and UTSA at this point, because Louisiana Tech has actually come out and announced a game against TCU, a non-conference, you know, Big 12 opponent for December the 12th. So I'm pretty sure they know that they're out of the running for the Conference USA Championship now that it is going to be between uh, UTSA and UAB. But hopefully we get uh, a, an official statement or word from Conference USA some point and. I bet they say something after Sunday um, for sure, um, but they're just taking their time right now. But definitely hope our Blazers pull out the W in Murfreesboro. Um, I definitely see on social media you guys reacting that uh, a lot of Blazer fans are going to be making that trip up to Murfreesboro. Um, so, hey, maybe we'll outnumber them again like we did in the, the championship game yeah. in 2018. <laughs> and that was a factor. I mean, the, the crowd yes. was a factor in that game. And, and, and uh, you know, I think if it, if it could, could be again, I think that would be huge. Because, I mean, I thought that was um, – I thought that was a big factor in that game. I mean, that was a, that was a great representation by UAB that that day, and um, you know, I think it's it's important, and 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 it's such an easy drive. I mean, it's oh yeah, you know, I mean, it's so easy to get there and back, and uh, you know, so um, you know, I think that UAB fans need need to get there and um, and gonna have a fun time. That's gonna be cold now. Bundle up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Bundle definitely up. wear a jacket or two for sure. Yeah. Um, my favorite place to eat up in Murfreesboro, um, unfortunately, they're, you know, I found out they're closed on Sundays, but it's Slick Pig Barbecue. Uh, that's one of mm-hmm. the um, good spots in Murfreesboro. But definitely Blazer fans, you know, 
safe travels up to Murfreesboro and back from Murfreesboro and just hopefully get that W and get a game closer to uh, clinching that spot in the Conference USA Championship game. Um, but that's um, about a wrap on football. Again, it's Sunday at 1.30. Um, it'll be on CBS Sports Network. I'm expecting official announcement soon about that. Um, but let's kind of talk about some Andy Kennedy basketball, Steve. Um, Blazers 2-0, and looking really good, uh, getting the Ws over Alcorn State 99-50 and Southeast Louisiana 84-59. to I mean, Quan Jackson, my goodness. Um, oh, man. Just a stud, looking really good right now. I'm glad we were able to get him from Georgia Southern. Um, but just the team looking good overall, and it's just been really exciting to watch, you know, this team so far. Um, you know, everybody's looking good. Um, defense, I love the um, the pressure that they've been putting on both of those teams, and it's really allowed. And, you know, Murray Barto has mentioned that, and you, you were right, Steve, about listening to Murray Barto on that call with David Crane. Um, no, he's I was tremendous. He is, man, he is tremendous. I, he, he really is. Um, but, I mean, you know, he mentioned that, you know, the, the full-court press that UAB's been able to do these first two games have really allowed – all the offense for UAB, you know, we haven't really shown what our true identity is going to be on offense because we're just getting a lot of turnovers. Um, you know, as I mentioned, Quan Jackson's getting a lot of turnovers. Um, and it's just really allowed this team to just ease through these first two games. And, you know, coming up uh, Wednesday night, uh, the game in Bartow, uh, Bartow Arena against Kennesaw State at 630. Um you know, this is another game that UAB should be able to dominate and win. Uh, they were not good last year. They are off to a uh, – Kennesaw State's off to a 2-0 and start, but they really haven't played anybody. Um, and Sunday, we got a – I hate that this is the same time as the football yeah. game. They play Troy at 2 o'clock. I, I, maybe – I know there might be some rumblings that they might be trying to move that time, um, but I don't think they'll be able to. I mean, if you're Troy, why would you let UAB move that time? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I don't see that. Ha- I mean, I hope it does, but I, you know, I don't see it happening. Um, but you know, who knows? And I tell you, I, you know, I, Quan Jackson to me is he. He's not squeaky now. I mean, squeak, no. squeaky was special, but but he is in Squeaky's neighborhood is, is being disruptive. I mean, right. you know, the first the first half uh, against Southeast Louisiana. Um, I mean, he was, he was so disruptive. I mean, I, I, you know, I took my son and I were at the game and, and I mean, I'm sitting there thinking like, this is squeaky like, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, he had one time, I think where there was three straight times down the court, either he stole the ball or got his hand on the ball that caused, you know, caused a turnover. And it was, it was squeaky like, and, and, yes. and I hadn't really seen it. Let me, and they've had a lot of good defenders in between and, and guys that were, you know, really, well, of course. Yeah. really get after it. But, but, it was the first time since Squeaky that I'd seen that sort of disruption from, from a guy. And, 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 I mean, you mentioned it, and, you know, that Murray mentioned it too. This isn't a great offensive team right now. I mean, it's, right. it's, um, they have to do that time. They have to get points off, um, you know, off their defense because right now, other than Benjamin, they really don't have anybody that's shooting, you know, consistently from the outside. And guys like Lovin, Quan Jackson, uh, uh, Scott Grayson. I mean, those guys right. have they have to get to the basket. And they have to slash and they have to. So, so when you're creating the you know open court type uh, stuff, that you know they have to have that stuff. Hopefully, Ertel's going to start shooting the ball a little bit better. Yeah. Um, even though I think he's played well. Um, oh yeah. You know he's played well and and um, you know he he shot 
some things well, but I mean, he needs to shoot a little better from, from, from outside of three. They need to get, you know, a, a, one or two more guys that they're consistently doing that. Uh, but it's not a, you know, it's not a, at this point is not a great offensive team, but they just have so many guys and they just keep coming at you. And I mean, I absolutely love just the way Andy Kennedy coaches and, and, uh, it's just, a, it's, it's fun. And, you know, it's fun to watch. I mean, there's no doubt. Right. And how about Andy Kennedy on the first game against Alcorn State coming out with that fashion statement with those shoes, man? <laughs> those are yeah. really cool. Yeah. And, that's, and that's the thing. It, it, it's, it's, you know, he brings some some fun to it, you know, and, yes. you know, and I thought, you know, I thought Mike Anderson did that a little bit, too. Mike Anderson probably is a little more serious minded, but but, you know, he, he he brought a little fun to it. And right. Um, you know, so I think that you, you I think you need that. You know, I mean, I mean, especially right now, I think you need that. I don't think, you you know. It depends on the program, obviously, but um, he's fun. I mean, he's fun. He's he's funny to listen to in his in his post game press conferences and uh, oh yes, you know. And 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 I tell you what, I I like the way he's he's honest too. I mean, as far as assessment of of guys and uh, you know, he got after I think it was Nicholson or some somebody in the post game the other day uh, uh, got after him a little bit about it. You know, you know, and it was pot. I mean, it was it it was a negative, not negative, but I mean, it was a assessment of his play you know he said hey he didn't play as well as he did the first game and he's got to do this or whatever it was I think it was Nicholson I remember who it was but I like that I mean I just think it's you know he's brought he's a breath of fresh air for this program that needed it you know yes. badly badly yes. no doubt Yes, for sure. And, um, you know, the game Wednesday night is at 630. Guys, I'll be at the game and I'll be in Section 228. And I've actually got some Blazer Victory podcast stickers for free. So if you guys want to reach out to me, you know, you can DM the Twitter account, send us a message and we'll try to meet up. And I've got some stickers that if you guys want them, you know, you can have some for free um, to help kind of spread the word about the podcast. But 630 at Bartow Arena against Kennesaw State this Wednesday night. And Sunday afternoon at two o'clock for those that aren't going to be able to make it to Murfreesboro can go to Bartow Arena to see Blazers play Troy. Uh, Both of those games will be streamed online on CUSA TV. But of course, you can listen to David Crane. Well, uh, is well, I guess as David's going to be at the football game. I I don't know. Well, (laughs) yes, Sunday. I'm not sure what they're going to do Sunday as far as play by play, but he'll be at the football game. Uh, okay. Murray, Murray Bartow will be there, and I, I think it's it might be internet only. I'm not sure quite what yeah. they're going to do, right. um, and I'm not sure who's going to be calling the play by play. But the, you know, somebody will be, and uh, right. you know, um, it, it'll be uh, it'll be worth to listen. Yes, for sure. We'll definitely hope that we get the win in Murfreesboro Sunday and get a couple more wins in basketball. But guys, Steve and I. You know, if we're able to play Sunday, we'll be back uh, for an instant reaction to the Middle Tennessee game. Um, expect that around uh, Monday morning ish, Monday morning, morning, uh, Monday afternoon ish, probably. But thank you guys again. Um, this episode is a little uh, shorter than others, but we definitely appreciate you guys for listening to us and just help us spread the word um, about the podcast. But hope you guys have a great week and go Blazers.